0: Monica Matthews. Monica Show. Matthews Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Life, love, and liberty. Probably should have led with love, right? Love, life, liberty. I don't know. Definitely something. But in the order of creation, as it pertains to love, and who and what is love? Love. God is love and love is God, like Yahweh, capital G, capital O, capital D, not to be confused with all the other lesser gods that we have created since the beginning of the beginning. Right. So, hey, fun fact Tomorrow evening you're going to want to tune in 5.30pm Eastern Standard Time I will be live streaming on my YouTube channel As well as Twitter And guess who's going to be on with me And we'll be able to chat live You'll be able to ask me some questions It'll be amazing Someone who has given me a rash Not the pesky kind <laughs> But in a very loving way About coming on to my show He's like, hey, hey Monica, what's it going to take for me to get on your show? I'm like, oh, okay. I like that. You know who that is? That is Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson. That's right. Former U.S. Congressional Republican candidate for California's 7th District. Ugh. Can you imagine? Uh, He is a prolific writer. He's also uh, Air Force Medal recipient for flying 15 combat missions under fire into Syrivo, Bosnia. Recipient of the Defense Superior Service Medal presented personally by President Bill Clinton. He is a New York Times bestselling author. You ready? Dereliction of Duty. Uh, reckless disregard war crimes conduct unbecoming he's also a tv and radio show guest speaker and host abc nightly news dennis miller the o'reilly factor john hannity all, blah, 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 all that amazing stuff he has a wicked sense of humor i love me some buzz patterson so lieutenant colonel buzz patterson will be on with me uh tomorrow evening 5 30 eastern standard time on youtube live and twitter live I may actually open up my phone lines. I haven't decided yet, but we shall see. So, uh, yeah, share, 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 share. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so today. Also, just created the Monica Matthews substack. That's right. I'm very excited about that. Uh, normally I blog on my website, but I'm very much so looking forward to uh, being able to connect with you guys on my, sub, on my sub stack. So please check that out. That's Monica Matthews. You'll see my glowing face uh, and you'll know that that's me. So in other news, speaking of life, love and liberty. So, you know, food is pretty important for life, right? Yeah. So the Ukraine war is triggering a global food crisis. Headline says that possible rise in chronically hungry people. OK, so we're dealing with fertilizer issues. Right. And what happens whenever you can't fertilize your food? You can't fertilize your soil. Right. That creates a supply chain issue. And so many of us have been talking about this uh, pending Massive supply chain issue. We've seen it kind of slowly rolling. I mean, that's been kind of the grace and the mercy of all of this, is that it has been slowly uh, coming to a head. But I'm I'm hoping that you all have been using your discernment, which we have been covering in my Bible uh, study class, my word study. The word discernment is the word we're studying uh, this particular six weeks. Uh, we may actually carry on with it in the next six weeks. We'll see what the Lord wants. but it's been very um enlightening uh for me, uh, even as the person who's teaching it, um, you know to to be able to recognize whenever I am legitimately hearing the voice of God in the midst of the storm, right? And that usually requires that I just get very quiet. I get quiet, I tune out the noise, I do not allow certain uh, entities, people, stations, programs, uh, movies, uh, any of that music into my ear gates, my eye gates, because I need to take some time to hear, right, and to fellowship and to commune with my creator who sees all, knows all, provides all, all of that good stuff, right? And so with the Ukraine war, you know, I, I will say this, I haven't really talked a lot about it, uh, since it began, because most of us saw this coming, as I'm sure you did, too, because this this is a matter of opportunity. And my sources tell me that, you know, basically uh, certain factions of Ukraine uh, bordering uh, very closely in, into these Russian, uh, I would call them provinces, uh, Russian areas close, close, close to the border, have basically been poking the kitty, right, poking the bear, as it were, uh, poking the bear, and, ev- and, and eventually it Putin just said, yeah, well, poke this. <laughs> and I'm certainly not a Putin sympathizer by any stroke of the imagination, but what you're seeing happen in the media is this, and, and really talking points from the, quote, White House uh, and all of its tentacles, is that it somehow if you're not flying a Ukraine flag on every social media platform you have or your front driveway or you don't have decals on your car, then somehow you're just a little less than human. And that is the messaging and if you're not completely for the annihilation of the russian people then somehow you are also going to be labeled as a communist sympathizer which is kind of comical to me coming from this particular administration and in the midst of all of this you've got to love your congress who decided to give themselves a raise and allocate you know billions more dollars to ukraine to the, to this effort, quote, effort, right? Well, what really is the effort? We're going to dive into that tomorrow night with, uh, with Colonel, uh, Patterson. I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to take a deeper dive into what's really going on around the globe from his perspective. Uh, some of the things, you know, and, and again, most people are speculating at this point. I really don't like, I won't spend a lot of time speculating, if I don't have a legitimate source that is very close to the situation, you'll notice I generally don't talk about it because I'm not interested in speculating. And some, some of you actually enjoy the speculation and you just enjoy hearing me have a conversation with you about something and pontificating and all of that other stuff. Uh, but to me, it's a waste of my energy because there are other things that I'm far more concerned about like you. I'm very more I'm very much so concerned that you and your house is actually in order before we seek what could really pop off here in this country in the way of shortages. And you know what happens whenever people don't have food, right? You know what happens whenever people don't have access, right? And see, we've never lived through that in my generation and probably not yours. Right? My father was a depression baby. Um, and he always kind of dealt with, you know, uh, this concern for lack because that's how he was raised. And so most of us have been blessed to not ever, I mean, my God, we are a Walmart culture for the love of God. So, you know, I mean, you just pop in and grab whatever you want and choose between, you know, with warehouses of food, we don't even know what to do with ourselves, right? We're chronically just bloated with food. And so I think we may be coming up on a time when you're really going to need to uh, figure out who lives close to you if you're not already growing your own uh, food, whether it's indoors or out. You know, some raised beds in your garage, some lights, some soil. You'd be amazed what you could grow. Uh, But, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people are thinking in those terms. Everyone's focused on the midterms. I'm not even focused on the midterms. I was just reading a headline over here on Epoch News. By the way, I'm not paid to say this, but I do. This is one of my sources that I go to is Epoch News, E-P-O-C-H Times, right? And I would encourage you just kind of like, you know, having a King James Version up against other versions. Uh, this is just but one outlet, but this is one of the outlets that I will weigh other stories against, Plus I have some friends who work for them and report for them. Uh, and so, you know, I kind of feel like I have a little bit of a closer, uh, a well calibrated barometer, if you will, of what's truth and what's not, uh, excuse me. But in just reading over here, you know, about some of the things that are coming our way and hold on, I'm going to read this to you. All right. So we've got, oh my gosh. So much stuff. It is nuts. We're talking about the vaccines again. We're talking about. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. So we've got all kinds of Illinois illegally denied elections group access to voter records. Um, so it's it, you've got stuff popping off in Texas where over ten thousand ballots. You know their their elections official just said, "Well, we're tired. We're going home." See, that has nothing to do with machines. That has nothing to do with software. That right there is human stuff that I've been talking about for over a year. While everyone else is focused on just one aspect of election integrity, you have to consider it a comprehensive issue. That's why I've referred to it as an election grid, not to mention because one of my best friends in the world, refers to it as such as well, and is a brilliant mind who understands grids. Uh, And so that resonates with me. It is a grid. Think about how many outages we've had, right? How many different ways people have been reporting since last year that they have had issues in their respective counties or states uh, whether it be because of equipment uh, hardware software people uh, laws that were not honored laws that were passed rushed through judges making decisions instead of uh, you know states and legislatures uh, things being overturned things added uh, absentee ballots ballot harvesting ballot stuffing. Uh, all of this is, this isn't uh, hyperbole. This is not spooky, spooky stuff. This has all been reported for the past 12 months on multiple outlets. You're n- probably not going to hear a lot about it, your mainstream media, other than to make fun of it or to squash it. But absolutely everything I just said, uh, you have more than enough evidence out here of people who have discovered, you know, a a wide range of issues with the election of twenty twenty. And so as you all are focused on midterms and 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 God bless people who are all excited and they feel like it's gonna be a giant red tsunami, and maybe it will be, I don't know. I'm more concerned about the tsunami that's just off the coast. Yep. Yeah, that's probably going to get here before the midterms which is your ability to afford gas, to even get gas, your ability to get very basic items, your ability to feed your family, right? Very basic, primal things. So I, as a mother and a single mother, a widowed mom, you know, I thought about contingencies constantly. You know, and I made sure I wasn't a prepper, but I was close, <laughs> I wasn't a prepper in the wild eyed sense, uh, but I don't think there's anything wrong with prepping um, from the standpoint of anything can happen. And in these times that are clearly unprecedented in this country, you should probably assume that anything can and will happen. And that's not to instill fear in you. That, That is to instill sobriety. Someone else who's going to be on my show this week, I'm excited, is old Chad Prather. That's right. Chad has, hilarious, he had a show on last week that was like, why I drink, right? And there he is with a glass of bourbon or probably tequila, knowing him. And um, so he's coming on the show this week as well. So is Larry Taunton. I don't know if that'll be this week or next week. He's out of the country, so we're working that out. But some really cool guests lined up for you guys. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, Texas, Texas. Right. Chad just ran for governor of Texas and I got beat out, quote, beat out in the primaries. And so, you know, I asked him specifically, did you guys have issues there? Are these reports accurate? And by all accounts, they are 10,000 ballots. People just decided, well, we're tired. We're just going to go home for the night. That's not election integrity. That is an election grid outage based on human, not even error, just sloth right? And so what do you do with that? Well, I'll tell you what. So this person decided the, uh, the elections official that was in charge of all of this decided that, uh, yeah, I can't ever tell if this person's a male or female. I don't mean any disrespect by that. Pretty sure it's female, but said, I am going to uh, resign. (laughs) So, haha, can't get me. I touch base before you can get me. So they are uh, resigning from their respective positions. In the meantime, you have parents, Right across the country, who are still still dealing with CRT and and other issues in their schools, but you know, probably, gosh, equally at, to me as um, egregious as CRT, it, which is critical race theory, is is this you know worse? Not even worse. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty parallel. It's pretty congruent from from teaching children to be um guilty and shameful of their skin color, right? And kind of altering history to 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 mimic whatever global narrative uh, is at large. By the way, speaking of, if you have not seen Ukraine on fire, I encourage you to watch that. Not historically, you know, the biggest fan of Oliver Stone, but uh, I think he did a jam up job. It was banned from another another of Atlas, so that should tell you something. I watched it on um Amazon. So I just rented it four ninety nine, boom, bam, it was there. A lot of great interesting details. Like he sits down with Putin he sits down with a lot of people, uh, a lot of details about color revolutions, about who has been stoking color revolutions across the globe for how many years and why, what has been the outcome of that. So for some of you who are like, oh my gosh, how did we get here? And it's all about Trump. And it's like, when you when you put all the pieces of the puzzle together, no, it's not all about Trump. He was just a cog in the wheel. And not to say that he won't be a returning cog in the wheel, but he was certainly a cog in the wheel for that point in this history of this country. And spiritually speaking, I think he was exactly where he was supposed to be, personally. So, but politically speaking and geopolitically speaking, it's a very enlightening film. And, you know, how much of it is... Uh, is also propaganda who knows but if you're interested in what in, in like black lives matter you know pay attention to some of the signage and some of the similarities see some of you don't realize that black lives matter is not only a United States of America uh plight right no it's not it's not just the United States it is a global movement and so what does that tell you like, this has been going on for years. Didn't even start with Obama. I mean, this is, you know, Obama was brought into it during his tenure, but in, I humbly believe he was, uh, he was placed exactly where he was. But, you know, and again, why? Because the country, uh, you know, was, was just coming out of that, well, actually just dealing with this housing bubble. I mean, it was a mess, we were financially nuts, and I knew, I didn't even know what I knew then. I didn't even know, <laughs> I, I knew something was up. I remember watching his inauguration telling my daughter how proud I was of my country because I felt like we had finally overcome so many, quote, racial barriers, right? But on the flip side of that, I knew that this was a bait-and-switch move. I knew there was something not right about it, but there was only one person worse than voting for Obama, and that was John McCain. And that was not going to happen at my household. So I voted for Obama the first time. The second time, I did not vote for Obama. But there was no way I was supporting John McCain and a Sarah Palin ticket. And no offense to Sarah Palin. uh, But, you know, as someone who values, um, I don't value the bloviating and the stoking uh, in politics, the theater of politics that just gets people to throw their potatoes and tomatoes at the stage. I don't like that. That, that is not how I roll. Excuse me. I feel like you can inspire people and encourage people, edify people, exhort people, uh, in, in a statesman, stateswoman like manner, uh, without having to, you know, crawl through the sewer of name calling of, and, and listen, I get it. It's the, it's politics, but I hate politics. And, you know, the fact that I've consulted in it for as many years as I have is kind of astonishing, but I can see where God has used me on more than one occasion because I don't run that kind of a race and I don't tend to work with people who do because it's just, it's unnecessary. And so other people do that. Other people do the dirty digging. They pull out the dirty underwear of others. I don't like doing that. That, that is, that is not my bag. I can't tell you how many times during 2020 people were like, oh, you need to talk so-and-so, and And we've got the information. I'm like, well, okay, well, good luck with that. Not me, not this kid. I'm not interested. So, and it's not because I'm some sanctimonious person. It's because I just think it's bullcrap, and I wouldn't want it done to me. So if I was running for office, you know, I probably just want to throat punch somebody if they tried to come after me with just stupid stuff, you know, because here's the deal. I usually put my stuff out front anyway, right? Like if I'm tangled up in some kind of stupid, um, I've been known to just throw that out on the table, be like, here, here's here's my dirty drawers, now what? (laughs) So, uh, you know, like I'm not going to wait for the boogeyman to throw my stuff out there. Why would I do that? But generally speaking, you know, why would you even lead with that? So it's just, again, it's politics. They just suck the blood out of everything, particularly you. So as you are, you know, uh, distracted by every squirrel known to mankind, I feel like I'm going to continue to just do what I do, which is point all of our eyes back upward. Because you have no control over what happens in your states. You think you do, but you don't. Here's what you have control over. You can show up to volunteer and work as a poll worker. You can learn what it is, what is legal and what is illegal in your respective states. You can become a precinct chair. There are many things that, and by now it's probably too late in your, in your state, but there are many things, yes, that you can do, and to sign up for and to volunteer, Right? But you have no control over the outcome. None whatsoever. You have no control over bad actors, good actors, in between actors. You don't. You have no control over hardware, software, you know, international bad actors the Black Lives Matter tropers that are all over the globe, color revolutionizing everything. You have no control over any of that. But here's what you do have control over. You ready? You have control over your mind, your ears, and your eyes, your spirit, your heart, and what you submit to and what you don't. That's what you have control over. You have control over what you teach your children. You have control over what your children are taught whether it's uh, CRT or where I was going with that conversation, squirrel, was uh, CRT is bad enough. But now the battle is for your children's autonomy and their innocence, physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually, academically, you know, across the nationally, across the board. That is the current fight. I'm also going to have Brandon Straka on my show, which I'm very excited about. Uh, He tweeted something very interesting just last uh, evening, actually. And, uh, you know, he was like, here I was just a few short years ago trying to convince everybody, you know, that gay people were not, um, you know, out for their kids. And now I'm having to go toe to toe with that same community over leaving our kids alone. And I was like, well, hallelujah, if you can't say amen, say ouch. Thank you, Brandon. And um, so we're going to have him on and uh, talk about that because, you know, I got to tell you, I hate the fact that every gay person on the planet seems to be lumped in with these freakazoids who want your children because that's not true. It is not accurate at all. It is simply not accurate. Not every gay person, not every person who's part of the LGBTQ, UAI, I'm not kidding, it goes on, uh, uh, corporate, I can't really speak to the corporate entity because you know I'm not a fan of that Leviathan at all, and I see that exactly as I do Black Lives Matter Cabal, uh, that Leviathan, it ha- it's a hydra, it has many heads, right, but ultimately its goal is the same, it is to devour through division, Thank you, Holy Spirit. That is its goal. It devours through division. It destroys. It brings death, hell, and destruction. That's how you know it's not of God. Right? And and they use your emotions. They use your desire to be loving and compassionate and kind and caring. Right? Right? And anyone who does not subscribe to allowing your four-year-old to dictate whether or not they're a boy or a girl and start the uh, hormonal transitioning process, apparently you're not a loving parent And, and, and someone needs to call Child Protective Services on you. And I'm not kidding. That does happen. That has happened. I hosted a space just last week with some super heavy hitters. Uh, You can actually go listen to that entire three hours (laughs) on my YouTube channel. Uh, I will warn you, though, the first 12 or so minutes of it, the volume was not on. (laughs) So uh, just fast forward through that because I have not edited it. And um, very heavy hitters. And uh, Pedro Gonzalez, who was on with us, um, was talking about a case that he reported on. You know, uh, I mean, it'll make your hair stand up. But this young lady, this child was going to school. and I forget what grade she was in, but maybe middle school. Yeah, and uh, was going to school and had like this entire system that was supportive of her uh, desire to or thought that she was a boy. So they were providing clothes and they were providing counseling. They were providing, you know, powwows and, and, you know, come to the trans closet meetings and all this stuff. And so this little girl would go to school, be a boy, go home and be a girl. Right. And eventually the cat's let out of the bag and the parents discover what's happening. And they're like, what the living hell is going on here? And um, and they addressed it. And whenever they went to remove their child from the school, uh, because the child was taught that, you know, the parents were cruel, not her friend. And uh, the school was very supportive. And they're the ones who really loved her. They had child protective services called on them to take the child away. Yeah, I'm not kidding. So, again, for you, you know, folks who go to church with pastors who have no spine and who have no knowledge of the word of God, which says that you do speak the truth in love, right? You do sub- first submit yourself to God in his righteousness and then resist the devil and then he will flee. That's the order of things. Doesn't say you won't be persecuted. Certainly in this day and age, doesn't say you won't be prosecuted. So, you know, but it is what it is. And so how did we get here? We got, to, In my humble opinion, we got here because too many people decided uh, to capitulate. And we just got our, our little socks entertained right off of us. Yep. And so the slow boil started. Well, it's not very loving. You know, I mean, everyone should have equitable representation in film. All right. That's where it starts. It always starts in Hollywood because devils love to be seen. And the words of my late pastor, devils love attention. And so Hollywood is forever showing you exactly what's coming, exactly what they have in store, exactly who they are. And I'm speaking of, you know, the otherworldly stuff. But ultimately, the otherworldly stuff plays out through who? Us. Us. Right. And so how sad is it that you have a, a middle schooler transitioning with hormones? And ultimately, I read another story about a mother who did have her child taken away from her and uh, as a teen. And then uh, the, the girl started the uh, biological transition process and uh, ended up so confused and distraught and suicidal that she threw herself in front of a train. So the mother got the call that, you know, the authorities were picking up pieces of her child off of the train tracks. So, you know, I don't know what's, what's more loving, actually telling someone that God did not create any of us in a spirit or with a spirit of confusion. And here's the love of Christ. And, you know, we're, we're, we love you. Uh, clearly no one's rejecting or renouncing or, uh, you know, the person, but as it relates to having understanding of the order of creation, right? And then allowing God to minister to someone through the written word of Christ, um, and through the person of Jesus Christ. Do we do that? No, by and large, we do not. And people who do are really bad at it. Some of them, right? Like they're, they're all into this weird, I don't even know how people like unprogram somebody who thinks they're gay. Like that's just, I don't know. That's weird stuff to me. That's the hokey pokey stuff. You know, I mean, that's like, that is like Christian Scientology, if that's if well, I was going to say if that's even a thing, but Joy Villa apparently some of you guys just love her and her little bag addresses, but um, she's a Christian Scientologist. Now I'm not sure how you do both because you can't worship the mind and have the mind of Christ. <laughs> you cannot be a secular humanist and be a devoted to a devoted follower of Jesus Christ. That's not how that works. <laughs> Because only one of you in that pretty little butt mega dress of yours can fit on the throne at one time. (laughs) And so, L. Ron Hubbard, uh, and these are alleged, these are allegations that at one point in time, uh, Joy, she may still be, I don't know, but she was pretty proud to be a Scientologist and also a Christian. Whenever I met her, that was kind of her story and she was sticking to it. And so, a lot of people were like, oh, ah, this beautiful bi ethnic girl. Oh my gosh, she's got. Stones, man. She shows up at the Grammys in a maga dress. What? In a Trump dress, and, uh, and that was it for the Republicans, because you know how we are—bright, shiny object, man. We're on it, especially if it's going to make us look like we are. You know, we're just so open, armed, and look at us—we're so accepting, and we're just so today. You know, it is like, what does it? Does this person have the same? uh share the same ideas or the the same uh you know uh you know moral fabric that the party itself espouses doesn't mean you can't be unique in your belief system doesn't mean you can't be a unique and autonomous individual for sure it certainly does not breed extremism as someone have you would want you to believe uh but what it does is aligns you with um You know, it aligns you with values. And last I checked, that was a good thing. Especially values that lead to freedom and independence and autonomy, right? But see, those are things that are big, fat, no, no, against the system that is made up of both black and white and uh, brown and yellow, and beige, and all the wonderful colors of the human skin tone. (laughs) Not just white folks make up the system anymore. (laughs) So, sorry. Uh, And not just Christians, not just fundamental Christians, as we can see. Uh, So there's a lot of woo-woo, a lot of what-what. A lot of, I can't even believe people think that that's a cool thing to do with kids. You know, whether you're trying to indoctrinate them uh, to to cut off their genitals and, and persuade them to start a chemical castration, a chemical transition process that ultimately leads to more deaths and suicide than not. Can you imagine? I want you to imagine as crazy as you felt being a teenager because, you know, Let's face it, that is hormone hell next to menopause, right? Now, think about someone being in the height of their menopausal, I mean the menopausal, hello, of their uh, prepubescent going into puberty. Think about that. Think about how, you know, anxious, angry, uh, confused. You're so moody. My God, you're like a roller coaster. You're like the scream machine of Georgia, uh, of of emotions and pimples and you know sex and you know, one minute you're like oh yeah you know I mean you're, it's like catnip right and like your hormones are like catnip for everything whether it's anger or bliss or sexuality or depression or who am I you know I mean we talked God we talked about this for years all you know it's like people look at their teenagers and go who are you who is that person. <laughs> Right? I mean, you're waiting for your kid's head to spin around, and then what do you do? You're going to allow your school system or the government to chemically castrate your child, to physically, biologically alter your child because they watched something on TikTok that said, oh, you can be fluid. You can be whatever you want to be. Whatever you feel is that what people should acknowledge, Because we matter too. Right. Well, of course you matter, big dodo. Everybody matters. Of course you're equal because God created you equal. Stop it. But this whole madness of, well, somebody should have a right as a seventh grader. Your school has a right to dictate to you or to take your children from you if you don't want to change their little uh, uh, testicles into ovaries. However that works. I mean, what? This is crazy town. No. First, seek ye the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33, and his righteousness, which dictates the order of creation. Now, if your child is 18 years old, maybe this child has struggled with it for the past, whatever. And you guys want to go through counseling and have, you know, and 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 you are a compassionate parent, which you should be. No one should be kicking their gay and, homo- uh, gay and homosexual, uh, uh, gay, bi, trans, all that stuff. Uh, no one should be kicking their children out of their homes. No, if you're even thinking about it, just forget it. Tell the devil to go back to hell. Do not even consider throwing your child to the wolves. Do you know how many children on the streets are actually of the LGBT community? It's pretty sad. I mean, it's amazing how many teenagers you have out on the streets who sell their bodies, they're on drugs, they're trafficked. I mean, it's a mess. It is a mess. And how disgusting is that for a parent to be like, well, you're not one of us anymore. You're not part of me because you're gay. Shut up. Just stop it. That is ridiculous. That is not a Christ-like approach. Sorry. That's like some wackadoo, not even fundamental Christian. That's like some weird stuff that doesn't have anything to do with the Bible. That is a religious spirit. Again, that's just as bad as the spirit driving Black Lives Matter, corporate cabal. It's there to steal, kill, and destroy, right? And it does so so through rules and laws and regulations of spirituality as opposed to relationship and fellowship and compassion and love and order and decency. And there's a difference. If you are struggling with your child or your grandchild or your cousin or whomever, your niece, your nephew, and you, or your grandchild, and you don't know what to think, you don't, you don't know what to say. If you don't know what to say, then just zip it. Pray to God, ask for the wisdom and the guidance, and you love that child, period. You love that child, If there are certain things that you do not want in your home, you will not tolerate. If somebody's wanting to have, you know, a big old giant gay slumber party and they're 17 years old and they want to have a party in your home and you're not down with that, well, then fine. Don't be down with that. But you don't have to be hateful about it. You just don't. So God is perfectly capable of equipping us to do his work with compassion and with love without capitulation. So there. All right. I'm done. Okay. Until tomorrow. Remember all of that, right? Notice I didn't spend a lot of time on Ukraine. I could have, but if you don't think for a second that China and Russia and all these guys have positioned (laughs) for such a time as this, because that's, they, they are opportunists, right? And, 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 someone has been poking the bear in the nose and someone was given the authority or at least the thought of it. Remember, I always tell you, if the little guy is poking the big guy in the nose or, or if someone is acting out, if coloring outside of the lines of like, well, how are they getting away with that, right? Always know. There's someone pulling the strings. There's someone with much bigger reach, deeper and wider pockets of money and blackmail and extortion and all of these sexy, wicked things that the world loves, right? There's someone right there pulling all of those puppet strings. And so what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do if you don't get the midterms you want? Hopefully, you're going to make sure that your babies are fed, that your eyes are on the Lord, and that you're not getting sucked into societal vacuums of emotion, because that is exactly what all of this is designed to do. Go watch that movie. Rent the movie or watch something on Color Revolutions and understand the psychological warfare that we are dealing with right now and it all begins in the spirit. And so if your spirit is right, your mind is going to be right. And if your mind is right, your emotions are going to be right. And if your emotions are right and your mind is right, your body's going to be right. And you're going to make right decisions and you're going to make lawful decisions and you're going to make loving decisions and you're going to make some hard decisions. But God is never going to forsake his people because the word says so. I didn't write it, but I believe it. Now, remember go check out my Substack. You can sign up for my newsletters at MonicaMatthews.com and substack at MonicaMatthews as well. Remember, tomorrow evening, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Eastern, Eastern Standard Time, I will have uh, Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson on with me uh, live streaming. So I hope to see you on YouTube as well as Twitter. Remember to share, 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 share. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.